Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Big Zone El Cabra Sports Talk. Today is Thursday, January the 19th, 2023. So I want to thank you guys for joining us today. I am your host, The Big Zone. He is the host as well. El Cabra. Cabra, do your thing. Man. <laughs> That's right. And today <laughs> we have a special guest. His name is Siler. He goes by Side Guy. What's up, Side Guy? Hey, what's up, guys? That's right. Just... That's right. The, the Gangnam Style. That's like that because that's the guy's name is Sai. Wait, are we going to make a stereotype right now? <laughs> hey, no, you, you, you're going by Sai, so we'll do the Gangnam Style, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. Stuff. That's good stuff. So, Sai, Sai, has been wanting to come on for a bit. I'm glad we were able to get you on today. Um, yeah. You know, we have we have a, a nice episode in store for all y'all today. You know, Siler's got a, something he wants to chat about. Gabra's got something he wants to chat about. I just want to make fun of somebody. Um, and then we have a little, little, little more solemn deal to, to go over at the very end. Before we start, though, and I did this last week, so I'm going to do this again this week. This was so good, this tequila, exotico, that I'm going to go ahead and have some more today to get started. So... There it is. And I'm not shooting it. I'm sipping it. This is sipping tequila. You don't you don't shoot this one. That like you you shoot the, the crap that's at the bottom, like the bottom shelf. You go by Albertson's tequila, their their brand, you shoot that. You don't you don't shoot. You don't shoot this. This is good. And on top of that, this is the power of um of marketing. I went to the to the liquor store and I was just gonna go buy some sol cheladas. And as I'm pulling in. There's this poster up front for NMX Standard. It's from Santa Fe Brewing Company. It's, it says, it's a lighter, crushable, drink-at-any-time beer made for the easygoing New Mexican lifestyle. Easygoing meaning lazy as fuck. Brewed in the land of manana, maybe to throw down right now. Crack one open, take a sip, and forget about that thing you were supposed to do today. You can do that tomorrow. Well... I mean, we typically do that over here anyways. Everything's always on tomorrow's time. But now I'm going to give myself an excuse. So I'm going to serve myself some of this and chug it, chug some down. While I'm doing that, Cabra, what are you drinking on? Why don't you, why don't you share what you're drinking on with you? So, I went to get my 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 wife some her beer. And I wanted to try this. It's a Corona, Corona, Corona Refresca Mas. It's basically a mango citrus. What, what, what's going on now? Kind of like those... Um, like hard seltzers, this is yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. And yeah, those Corona, th those those refrescos are good. Um, they're they're more flavorful than than the seltzers are. You know, it, it, yeah, it, there's a it packs a punch right now. Yeah, it does big time, and they, yeah, they yeah. actually they taste more like juice. You know, I like them. I, I mean, you know, if, so if you're out there and you don't care about packing on calories, that's that's the way to go. Because okay. uh, they're they're not they're not exactly light, you know. No, they're not. I mean, they're not eight hundred calories either. But you know, I mean, they're freaking good. I've had those. Um, I think last summer or the summer before that, those are my jam. Because um, I got kind of sick of seltzers, tasted those, and I was like, oh, that, that's good. So I started drinking those. Yes. Oh my goodness, it's a girly drink. Fuck you. You you don't have to drink it. <laughs> oh. Anyways, yeah. I know cider's like, yeah, I'm not gonna play this at work. Put on yeah. your headphones if you're gonna play this at work. You you should not play it without the headphones on. <laughs> so side guy, you're not you're not drinking alcohol. What are you drinking tonight? Um, I'm just getting this um like an energy drink, I guess. It's a Chinese brand, and I bought it from Atlanta. So I was in Atlanta 
So it's pretty good. It's also ma- mango, mango. So it's just gonna be give me some energy. Goes through the show. Goes through the night. So it's been already like a pretty busy day at work today. So glad that this is probably my destination for relaxing and talk with you guys and share the passion. This is exactly why I'm come here. Dude, I'm glad you're here, man. You you have this big smile on your face. I can tell you're in and you're ready. You're ready. Yeah, you're ready definitely ready. Thanks for inviting me again, man. It's all good, bro. Hey, it's yeah. all good. It's all good. But next time you're fired, okay? I just <laughs> thanks, thanks. So. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Let's, let's, let's throw over a quick drink. And let's oh. get started. All right. All right. So first things first. Last week, uh, we discussed something uh, about the, the, the January transfers. We, we were talking about that. And, you know, I think that was Cabra's segment last week. We were talking about the, 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 the transfer. I mean, you had some good stuff there. And you mentioned that MLS's transfer rules are a little different than, like, the rest of the world, essentially, right? So this week, you know, I, and I, it's a great idea. You thought, well, why don't I talk about it? Yeah, why don't you? So if, go ahead and start filling us in on the MLS transfer rules, the differences between them and, like, and the European rules. Um, and it, I mean, and does it impact that? Does it have a negative impact on MLS? You know, is it is it a good thing or is it just an American thing that we just we just need to be different? You know, and I'll jump in and interrupt if I have questions because I'm going to. Um, yeah, and Sider, you could also jump in and ask questions or disagree. I mean, I do have my thing, but it's uh, I mean, we we jump in. Yeah. Um, and we uh, we disagree, have questions, whatever. Well, yeah, so, you know, I I got yeah. shit on the other day for um. Uh, two two days ago, we did the sports off Broad Street, and I was talking about Olivia Dunn, an LSU gymnast. And uh, man, I, I tell you what, uh, Mike and and Ryan, they they I, I was like, you know, she, she, the Deadspin article I went off said, oh, she, you know, it'd be irresponsible to say that she's only popular because she's attractive and athletic. And I'm like, that's not irresponsible. That's the truth. Oh, they they didn't let me get away with that. So if you disagree, disagree. I'm okay with that. That's good. Gabra, do your thing, bro. I'm I'm just thinking like, is it wrong to say somebody's pretty? I mean, I I the know, way you said it, I don't know. I mean, I, I, mean, I find I mean I I found myself a, a nine out of a ten, you know. So <laughs> yeah, so do I look. Bro. <laughs> I, I'm 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 a nine too. <laughs> Well, let, I'll start off with um, they was calling me a three, three, four. Okay, anyways, um, so let's let's go back to the seventies, the NASL, uh, North American Soccer League. Um, that's, what, that's what Pele ended up playing in, right? For a little Pele, bit. Franz Beckenbauer, Johan Cruyff, those big names from the seventies. Uh, Mexican stars went up here. They were paying big bank. Pele played with the Cosmos, and they sold out Giant Stadium. And if you look at the videos, if you go to YouTube and stuff. I cringe a bit because they're playing an artificial turf. And, uh, and yeah, yeah. That's jacking that up your just, knees right there, baby. I can just imagine the, the slide tackles. No. Uh, oh. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So NASL went in and oh. went all out. Then they got um, all these big names from Europe. And they were just spending money left or right. But they went bankrupt. They they went under. Um, early eight or mid to early 80s, they went under. So the reason why when the MLS came up in 1996, their structure was different. And it, it is an American thing. Uh, we we do value parity. Um, so they do have a um, 
salary cap. And that started from the beginning because they, 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 they did not want a repeat of NASL bankruptcy where teams, some teams were spending more than other teams. And, and so that's why there's a salary cap. Now, that's a big difference from Europe. They don't really have a salary cap. No, they do have financial fair play rules that they have to abide by. And and it's kind of a joke because teams still spend so much money. And when they when when they put in the documents, I it's all I think it's all under the table. I got nothing to back it up. But you got Man City, you got Barcelona. Let me ask you about that. I've heard of those financial fair play rules. Uh, I think Barca a couple years ago couldn't re-sign Messi because of something like that. It went over. It went over the budget. Yeah, I mean, if, if it's not a salary cap, what is it? I I don't. You know what I mean? I I I can't. I I try yeah. to wrap my brain around it. I can't. I don't understand it. Yeah, but then you have. I'm thinking like Premier League where they have um all these the Saudi government, um Saudi Qatari businessmen. The owner of Leicester is a rich guy from Thailand. They just went there and started throwing money. Newcastle got bought by. a business group from Saudi Arabia where everyone's it's the Saudi government and they're throwing money in their left and right. They went from a mid table, almost relegation team. Now they're in third this season. And so they're, they're able to spend that money. Um, Jesse Marsh, the coach at Leeds United a week or two ago, he mentioned how Leeds doesn't have the money that these teams have yeah. in order for them to get, and he goes, yeah, we are a mid table team because we can only afford, he didn't say mid table players. I mean, you don't, you don't want your coach to call you that, even if you're in the Premier League. And so, I mean, that that's the situation. The teams with big money, they stay at the top. And that's um, Premier League. This, I'm thinking Bayern Munich. They've, they've won, what, 10 or 11 um, Bundesliga titles in a row because they got the money. Um, in Spain, we got the big two, Barca and Real Madrid. Now, Atletico Madrid, they go in there because they have an amazing coach in Simeone. He does a lot with Little. Um, but it's always the big names. Now, MLS has a different structure in order to avoid what happened with NASL. They do have a salary cap, and it's been going up every year. When I when I was doing my research, um, I was talking to Sider today at work. I'm like, I'm doing my research. He's like, I'm doing research. <laughs> and like my art boss is like, we need you to do this. I'm like, but I'm Googling. Like, not, <laughs> not, not today, buddy. Not today. <laughs> but I'm Googling. No, but um, when they first started, the 2001 or something, it was like, salary cap per team was like 1.7 almost 1.9 million dollars per team that this is crap. a roster of 30 people yeah okay this is not a lot of money the oh, thing you're, is you're it, looking at at an average of sixty thousand dollars a person yeah yeah looking at that average so but now collective the, the players are not revolted but the players they have a collect a cba a collective bargaining agreement it's up it's good till 2027 i believe and now for this year, I'm always with my notes. Um, uh, the collective bar- the, the salary per team is five point two million dollars. More, but still, still can't compete but, with like. Mm, the, I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, if you, teams. if you think of Man United, because I'm looking at Siler's jersey. Excuse me, one player on the bench is making that much. Yeah, and I saw like, a picture. Look at look at the picture. Ahead. Look at the picture behind Siler, and those dudes are making how much? You know what I mean? Uh, you know, in 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 case of Ronaldo, forty times that. In the case of Messi, I think it's eight times. You're making forty or fifty million dollars, yeah. something I guess, for eight to ten and, times that for one yeah. player. You know, and so, I think I think Sider told me, I think Sider told me today that another Saudi club is trying to get Messi to yeah. go to the to another I club for four hundred thirty million a year or something. Yeah, yep. yeah, they want to create that the uh, rivalry in the Saudi. So I think it's all because uh, Saudi have to 
posted the World Cup. It might be 2030. I can't remember the news comes out. So they were actually, I think Ronaldo's the contract is signed more like they play there for two or three years. And then the rest of the seven years, the rest of the four years, they become ambassador for for Saudi to be like, you know, apply to be the host of the like the World Cup. So that's just all about, that's the thing. So Saudi already, I think the team tried to purchase like Messi, have some like a ban, like transfer ban on them. But they, if they said they could get Messi, then the Saudi will be lifted at the ban. They can transfer again though. So it was just crazy money spending, all spending on there. Yeah. But, you know, and yeah. I honestly, a Saudi World Cup, I wouldn't mind it because that means it's going to be in December again, baby. <laughs> you True. Know, I was um we always I'm I'm we always deviate a little bit. So I'm listening to one of the most hated men in America, US soccer, Lexi Lalas. I'm listening to his podcast and we're talking about the 2026 World Cup and stadiums and open air stadiums. And he made a point. He goes, uh 2026 World Cup, many stadiums are open air. He goes, it's gonna be really hot. People were complaining, how dare you say that it just happened in Qatar? He goes, Yeah, they moved it to November or December. He goes, for he was reason. there. He goes, honestly, he goes, it was comfortable. They were playing in at night, whatever air conditioned state. It was very comfortable. There's a reason why they moved it. And he and I'm thinking Atlanta, the stadium is indoor air conditioned. Miami is an outdoor stadium. Miami's humid. Ooh. Ooh. Humid and hot. I mean, I mean, go um it's I remember I remember I bought this a VCR cassette tape. I started it so long ago in the night. Best goals or highlights of the 1994 World Cup. And one of the things they showed, they were in Dallas. They were in Dallas. They had, they, yeah, they caught them, but they had a, a thermometer, a thermostat. It was reading in, in Celsius, like almost 30 Celsius is like 100 and something and humid. I was, mean, that, was that on was that on the field or was that fans? Yeah, I was on the field, on the yeah. field, but they were playing in the midday because to accommodate the, the fans in Europe. So if you go if you go if you go to YouTube, look at the 94 World Cup, it's all in the day. In America, it's it's hot. It's yeah. hot. So it's I, hot. I, I, yeah. I can definitely get hot here. Um so I man, they should push it back to December for that one too. I'd be <laughs> I yeah, I really enjoyed the World Cup in December. I thought I thought that was awesome. I thought I thought it was great. You know, um, what do you think, Siler? Did you like to woke up in December or? I I would have preferred the summer, honestly. Like I think if we uh, the U.S. hosting the World Cup, I mean I know that right now there's a lot of stadiums that become indoor. It's a new the Ram Stadium mm-hmm. and uh, all this stadium like home, like New Orleans, everything, and they can be indoor. And if they host like a host of the the like indoor soccer, I mean. I hate outdoor like stadium. Honest, be honest with you. Like I don't know how to deal with it. Like I'm a diehard Auburn fan, but the thing is, like uh, I remember in September that game. That's even late, like early, like a uh, like early fall. I think I almost passed out in the stadium. This is how hot it is. Like it's really like like a pale and like, people pale up, and then just like I felt like I was just like almost lost my conscience because it's too hot out there. So. You know, if it's anything like indoor for soccer, I mean, all, all about it, though. Yeah, you know, I and again, I wouldn't mind the indoor, but I mean, they're not going to refurbish a Stadio Steca to make it uh, to, to have a retractable yeah. roof, are they? Because I, I know, I know they're doing some. Some they've already uh, refurbished some, it, but it does have a roof, a retractable roof. They refurbished it to accommodate the NFL. Yeah, so it and, went from yeah, they went from a hundred thousand to eighty thousand. 
okay. it's weird what they did there. Yeah. Not only that, but I saw you know the NFL plays uh, games in in different countries. They're not playing one in Mexico this upcoming year because it's being refurbished again. So I don't know what they're doing. I I'm sure they they're fixing it up for the World Cup in 26. Are they putting a retractable roof? That's I don't know. I don't, I don't think they can. It's such I don't, a huge I don't think you can. It's a, it's a, no. it's a freaking historical venue. You know what I mean? It's like asking back back in the day, asking the Romans to put a retractable roof on the Colosseum. Well, technically, oh. they did have a, they had a, a roof that was retractable. It, it will go up to about not hundred percent, maybe sixty to seventy. Really? They use the fi uh, fishermen, uh, not fish sailors, because they were good with ropes and pulleys. So they was hot. They They had a, a roof, and it covered up the stand. I mean, it's not like today. Wow, it's crazy. Those Romans were, I mean, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Wow. He said the military, Siler, know your history. It's an indoor. <laughs> <laughs> But the Romans did create like a like a canopy thing. It's really interesting. Yeah, that is I really. Cool. I I didn't know that. So never mind, Romans. Yeah. I guess you did have a covered roof. <laughs> die, so die. going back to going back to what I was talking about. So it's 5.2 million. And there, there's a bunch of other stuff going into that. Now, this is just something I'm not going to read everything. I'm just going to get to the gist of it. Because I, I read this, and actually, when I got home, I found another website. I'm like, damn it, I got 20 minutes. And it goes, and now, and now, and I heard a podcast, uh, a soccer podcast where this British guy explains soccer, and he did his best for 13 minutes. I'm driving, I'm like, okay, bro, I'm going to have to read it. So here's the first thing. Okay, we got a 5.2 million budget per team. Okay. Then we have what they call TAM, TAM, Targeted Allocation Money. Okay. So TAM is money that the league gives to each team. Like, we're going to give you this much money. Um, for, for 2023, TAM is $2.7 million per team. Teams, is like a pool of money. The money they make with sales and revenue, whatever, they put some money aside and they separate that for all the teams. And it's okay, Siler, you have, you're the general manager of Atlanta United. Siler, your budget's $5.2 million out of your pocket. But here's an extra $2.7 million of TAM that you could use. Okay? Now, let me go Let me go over here. Sorry. No, people can't see what I'm doing because, um, so what is TAM? TAM is a sum of money given to teams by MLS in order to recruit or retain players who will have an immediate impact on the pitch. Okay? So what is this for? They can be used to convert a designated player, which I'll talk about in a minute, to a TAM player. He'll get more money. Um, you could use it during trades as a bargaining chip. It's basically, and I'm trying to simple it down even for me, it's, it's $1.7 million that you can use for certain players. Now, gotcha. let's say um, Alonso is... A, an up-and-coming player in Dallas, okay, Dallas FC, you're making your, your money, you you want to raise, okay, you know what, we got this much money in TAM, we're going to give it to Alonso, not all, one, not all uh, what was it, 2.7, Alonso wants 1 million, His salary cap is 5.2, in order to be below the salary cap, we get some money from TAM and throw it in there. Alonso doesn't care, Alonso wants his $1 million in the bank account, okay, but Dallas is reaching 5.2 million because they signed Siler uh, and they need money for Siler's. So let's get money from Tam, throw it in here. Alonso's happy. He gets his, his salary. Dallas is happy because they're below five, the, the minimum wage. And we've used th that money to pay Alonso's fee. So, you know, 
<laughs> this is good stuff, but I have a question about all this. I don't know if I could answer it, but I, well, I know I, I I don't know that any of us can. So recently, and I think I shared the article with you and Mike Cabra. Um, go ahead, go ahead. Ronaldo, when going to Al Nazir, apparently he was this oh, close yeah. to signing with Sporting KC, and apparently the money was similar. How? Because. I mean, he's his base pay over there is like eighty, and then add in all the other crap, and he's at two fourteen. I thought I saw today. Okay, so, so let's just assume that they they was this close for the base pay. How? What you know, was it going to be that, like like ownership in the team? You know what I mean? Or a, oh, lot, yeah. more, a lot of sponsorship? You know what I mean? Because so I, I want I want to say like a, a signing bonus. If you got a signing there, is a signing bonus. That could be that could be one thing that doesn't like count against the salary cap. Doesn't, so that doesn't count against salary cap. No, it might go. Here's here, here's where Siler's point is, and it gets confusing. Even for me, I've literally been spending a lot of time this week on this, and now that the camera's on me, I'm like, uh, okay. There's another <laughs> thing called okay. We have Cam two point seven million, and there's Jam, G, general allocation money at one point nine million. It's another pool of money MLS gives to each team. In order to help them, in order to help them not hit the salary cap, if they go over the salary cap, they, salary cap, they get in trouble. Okay. Now, if we, if we, if the teams literally have to play Tetris with the money and how they distribute it with their players, and there are certain rules that it will take another hour. Okay. So there's gam in there. Now, let's go to what Alonso mentioned about um, Ronaldo. Okay, I read the article. And Ronaldo would fall under a DP, designated player, aka the Beckham rule. Oh, Beckham rule. Before Beckham came over, MLS couldn't afford people like Beckham. Beckham came over, by the way, in his prime. He was 28, 29, which is why I want to read the book, The Beckham Experiment. But um, they, they they created this rule, and each team has three DP slots. Okay, now basically with with that DP slot, the teams could pay. What the, what the player wants, okay? Um, they're not anything they pay. It will not fall under GAM, TAM, or the salary cap. And the articles I read were Slatan Ibrahimovic, who is I still miss him. I love the guy. I love he that. Came over. He was he freaking was at, awesome. Yeah. He played for my before. Yeah, he did. The one or two seasons there. That's right. Yeah. He was making seven point two million with uh, the Galaxy, and none of that money counted against against the salary cap, GAM, or TAM. They just Basically, they got okay. We got all these players. We got three slots. We could pay them a shit, crap load of money, shit load of money. We could use this money in, intelligently with homegrown players. In other words, players that come through the academy, um, players like Jordan, now Jordan Morris. I think is now now took a deep a DP slot could be an American player who's literally risen up the ranks. I think Jordan Morris in Seattle is a DP. And, and maybe I'm, I missed this, but is there a, a limit on the DP, like the the a cap on that? Three. Oh, no, a cap on the on the on the, on the dollar amount. From what I can find, I couldn't find anything. Okay, but that goes, so that yeah. would have been Sporting KC was was gonna they were gonna yeah. raise some cash. But they're gonna raise it. some cash, and I think there were other bonuses. Like I think Sider mentioned a bonus, and I read the article and how how they were gonna pay it was one of the incentives. Two things: one, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes was an ambassador for because he's part owner of a. He owns part of Sporting KC. Yeah. And Patrick Mahomes' pitch to to Ronaldo is like, 
in Kansas City, you could walk around the streets, you could go shopping, no one's going to mob you. And that's for a guy like Ronaldo who can't even go outside or grab a newspaper without being mobbed. That's an incentive. To be honest, he will Ronaldo. I mean, <laughs> but I think I get I get the idea of why Ronaldo almost went to KC. Yeah, was a, a lot of a, my point is a lot of a Premier League like uh, players when they reach you know the end of the career they like to come to play MLS. I mean, you know, United have a two player that I know like uh, play at the one of the play DC with Wayne Rooney. He played for DC, um, DC United, right? I'm sorry. Yeah. And also the the other one is uh, uh you know Ibrahimovic. I mean, everybody love him though. Like. Uh, even then, he played for United the first season and scores, which is like, I think it's 28 or 29 score, like in the one season. But although he's as uh, sad as like he's actually injured at the first season and he has just impacted his second season, we weren't able to keep him, right? This is Josie Moutinho was actually signed him, and it was a great signing that I can think in my life. And then also, uh, Gareth Bell. Gareth Bell is not a United player, but Gareth Bell played at the uh, LA. Last season, LAFC, uh, yeah. he's retired right now. And then you know, before that, also I think it's Tottenham Hotspur's uh, forward, uh, Kian. I think it's Kian. I I don't I can't remember Roy Kian. Roy Kian. Roy Kian. Roy Kian. He came to LA. Yeah, he came to LA. Also played that. And this is when actually, the, yeah, this is when the time is actually like you know you know even though I was I was in China and then they, they still like just talk about like. You know, because of those Premier League, you know, players coming to play for the MLS is making MLS is very attractive, like you know, destination for the, a lot of players right now. And then, honestly, Messi still link to the like Miami Inter right now, like yeah. even because of David Beckham's own that club, and then now he he might be have a chance to sign him, but I I don't know. It, it might be the case because you know I don't know at at the this age of Messi. He literally won everything. So I think his next move should be looking for money. Where I would pay him the most, he would go. That's what I'm thinking, though. Why not? Exactly. Why not? Well, and I think that's why Ronaldo ended up going to, to Saudi Arabia rather than coming here. Because At first, I was critical, but now I'm like, I want to watch. Yeah. I'm like, does, does ESPN have the Saudi League now? Interesting how things change. I was like, whatever. Now I'm like, I think Siler was telling me today, or Alonso, my brother, somebody was like, PSG was playing Ronaldo. The Saudi All Stars. I'm at work trying to find a channel. So, <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I talked about it a little bit ago, and I, I I didn't watch it, but I was following it on the on the GameCast on on ESPN.com, and they only lost by by one goal. Now it was a friendly. They, they they it was a friendly, so I don't think they were playing you know all out uh, the whole game. They only lost by one goal. Yeah. You know? Um, and you got you have you put someone like Ronaldo on your team, you have a chance. It doesn't matter. Um, Going back to what Siler said a minute ago about Roy Keane, Roy Keane, David Beckham, Landon Donovan, three designated players at, L, uh, at the Galaxy. And they were fun to watch. Roy Keane was a machine. Beckham was Beckham and Landon Donovan was Landon Donovan, an American legend. But Roy Keane was fun fun to watch, man. He, he was he was, he was was um, like, like yeah, he was, he was he's like Erling Holland, but not Erling Holland. He was fun to watch back in the day. Yeah, he's so, he's one of the top players in the Premier League for sure. Play for Tottenham Hotspurs because yeah, I've been watching him when they play United every time I watch him. He's just he's just awesome though. You go know, Siler Siler talked about Slatan coming. 
Well, both of you did. I, uh, first of all, he's probably my like favorite player of all time. Not not that he's the best player of all time. He's damn good, but he's probably my favorite player. He's he's just fun to watch, and he's his 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 uh, confidence personality. His yeah. confidence borders. Uh, I mean, he walks that line of arrogance, but you love it. You know, you're like, yeah. oh fuck yeah, you know. Um, so I'm I'm looking here, and you know, he came to LA Galaxy, and everyone thought, you know, this is a re- his retirement tour. He goes back to AC Milan afterwards, and he's in 60 appearances and scored 33 goals since 2020. <laughs> this is not this is not his retirement tour. This this guy is freaking Tom Brady of of uh, of, of, of you know international, international football. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean it, it, that's, that's what he is. He's great. He's great. Did you, did you see that the clips that he was a, give a speech in the locker room last season when the Milan's actually won the champion? And he just flipped the tables out of there. It was like, I love it. It's just like you say, you know, Italy belongs to Milan right now. It's like, flip the table. I was like, who is this guy, though? Like, this is just crazy, though. This dude, this yeah. dude, this dude's a badass. So, yeah. 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 But it was, what's interesting, um, mentioned designated players, people coming to retire, but also MLS teams go to South America, they go to Serbia, they go to Austria, they go to countries to find players. To come to MLS because for South Americans they see it is an opportunity to go to Europe if they're good enough. Number two, paychecks are on time. Many countries, I'm, I can't say names, but because I don't know the countries. But if you're playing in the in the league in South America, paycheck might be a day or two behind or a month late. Yeah. That's that's yeah. you go to MLS, you know you're getting you're gonna get you're gonna get your weekly or monthly paycheck. And if you come from uh, from poverty. Moving to LA to Atlanta to DC, you're a step up. Now salaries are not as high, and he's pro- he's probably making more here even than if he was back in Colombia, Argentina, or Paraguay. At 100, 200 thousand dollars a year, it's not bad. Now again, if you live in LA, you're making that much. Eh, it's probably well, it's probably yeah, better if off in LA making two hundred thousand dollars a year. You know, you're you probably have a, have a, a one bedroom, bedroom one a two bedroom townhouse. So yeah, the thing about LA is it's with retirees, I mean, people in Europe, like, I want to go MLS. Name comes up is LA, LA or Miami right now. Yeah. 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 You no, know, um, it was funny about um, Schweinberg. Oh, oh, I was also Kaka. Do you guys remember Kaka? Like, yeah. a, Orlando. A yeah. Orlando. Like, you know, honestly, I've been so many as like students from like Brazil and they say, like, I'm going to Orlando after they, after they arrive here. They want to transfer to Orlando. I was like, what is this so good about Orlando? It's like there's huge like a Brazilian like population over there. And then I was like, okay, just know that's the reason that I, what I learned. And I was like, that's the maybe reason Kaka signed for Orlando Magic. So, and then going going back a couple more uh, Atlanta again. Um, m- many of our DP are like if I own the team, many of the DPs in Atlanta. <laughs> Where there was nobody was a retiree. I mean, Joseph Martinez came DP, scores crazy goals. Miguel Miron. Right now, I don't know who's the DP in Atlanta because the team's gone to, to shit. But, and um, yeah, right now I'm thinking about different DPs after uh, Carlos Vela, you know, Charlie Candle <laughs> over in That's LA. That's funny, Charlie Candle. Carlos I got Vela. I, I, oh I saw that from God. Football Americas podcast. Charlie I Candle. love it. He's making four million a year. I'm sure he's making more in endorsements. Chicharito, I think he's at three. We got Insigne in Toronto. He had he 
And Signor was a big deal. He literally won the European Championship, got on the plane, and flew to Toronto. And he's with Toronto. Interesting. Where's Nani? Like, do you remember play for United? Nani retired. But he used to be play for Orlando, right? That's right. He was with Orlando. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing him. Yeah, Nani. Nani still. Orlando did well um, during the pandemic. Yeah, I remember. I remember, so, I remember Nani. Yeah. So, Kyle or or Siler, either one of you, any idea why it's Miami and LA are the hot spots and not New York? Because New York, New York's a huge market. People can go there, you know, and you can. You know I mean, you can you can market yourself big at NYFC or with the Red Bulls. No, Siler, you know. You, you, I, I can say that, but you know, the actually funny thing is, I think in New York City is actually have some affiliation with Man City, and yes. their affiliation yeah. with Man City. I think they no used to the same group. Yeah, yeah, they they sign the you they sign a, a player from Barcelona, the the two two thousand nine Barcelona. What's his name of the Viola? Like number nine. I don't and remember right now. Yes, I can't remember his name, but he, they they did sign a lot of a good players, like you know, used to be good players, and uh, mm-hmm. also like a Chicago Chicago Fire used to sign the Schweinsteiger, Schweinsteiger like from Germany, yeah, yeah, from Germany, play United after play United, and then he went to play for Chicago Fire. It was like we, I, we don't want we don't want to we don't want to talk about this stuff. That like, there's a one journalist asking the questions, yeah. like you know. Can you Bro, help? Are, 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 are you talking about Xavi or or David Villa who signed? David Villa. Yeah. David Villa. Thank you. Thank you. David that guy Villa. was a badass. He's in yeah. Japan right now, I think. Right? Dude yeah. could ball, man. I yeah. can't remember, but the, the, he's um, he's Pat Lopez is like favorite player of all time. All time. That's oh, that, yeah? that that that's his dude right there. Yeah, I think. My thing will be like New York has so many sports teams. Like you know, actually hard to getting attractive to people. Though, like honestly, New York has so many like a football team. Like they literally they have a three football team. You know, technically count they have a three because I count the Giants and the Jets are New New Jersey team because their stadium in New Jersey though. And then, but they have a lot of a sports team. Like it's really hard to break that market. And then also like. The, over there, just the, nobody watch it. Though. I mean, for me, it's just hard to generate all this attention. And the Philadelphia doing better right now because, like, the Premier League, you know, they're live. There's a fan fest, and like, yeah, the Premier League and uh, going to Philadelphia, they generate that awareness. But um, Miami, I think the whole reason for Miami become that attractive, I think, is David Beckham. That's yeah. a, he's a main reason. Like, you know, a lot and of if, and, and if you're a Latin American. Going to Miami, you're 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 in the comfort zone, no matter where you're from. Brazilian, Colombian, Mexican. You go to Miami. I don't I don't know if you ever been to Miami. I everyone speaks I, Spanish. I, I never have. I never have. <laughs> no, I did. I honestly, I've been there before. I cannot even order food because I walk in the restaurant and they start speaking Spanish to me. I was like, you know what? I have to call Patrick right now. What do I need to order? <laughs> Seriously, that's one of my that, that was my experience. Like. I'm gonna call Patrick. What do I need to order right now? Because literally, they speak like Spanish. I was like, for about a minute, I was like, I'm sorry, I don't understand. No. I like so, you. I, I was gonna you're, tell you guys. So, WVA played with, um, is it Vissel Kobe at in Japan? Japan up until 2020, it looks like. And currently, their 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 big international player is Andres Iniesta, who is, I, believe, I believe he was a teammate of. Um, yes. He's WBA still playing for for for. Yes, 
Iniesta was badass, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, and and he's he's there currently from 2018 to now. Um, when he retired, he didn't want to play in Europe. He's like, I never want to play against Barcelona. Yeah, and so he went to Japan, and to um, yeah, my one one of my biggest regrets. I spent so eight years in Japan. Never went to a baseball game. Never went to a soccer game. Nagoya was an hour by train. It was always like, hey, let's go to a game. And by the time we tried to buy a ticket, it was sold out. <laughs> I regret that. I regret that. And here in Atlanta, I try to go as, as often as I can. But let me go back to in New York City. Uh, on, while, while, while you're doing that, a moment from our sponsor, the next one, Guinness Draft Stout. <laughs> Guinness, if you're watching this, pay us. Go ahead, Pat, continue. So New York, before NYCFC, they had the New York Red Bull, Okay. And they have Red Bull Stadium, which I think is in New Jersey as well, um, off the top of my head. Uh, anybody listening or watching this on YouTube, please leave in the comments if I'm wrong. And but but, but be nice about it. Well, if you're a jerk, if you're a jerk, let me know because I'll let Alonso jump in. Yeah, there. we'll 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 have it at it. You and I. But they have a beautiful stadium. If Google Red Bull Stadium, uh, okay. Red Bull Arena, Red Bull Arena. Actually, it's a lovely. I did. You you told me about it a couple weeks ago. I think. Yeah. You look fucking badass. It's, it's a lovely soccer specific stadium. NYCFC comes in. Manchester City, the group. They have teams all over. A couple of teams all over the world, or, or whatever. And then if you look at NYCFC, their jersey, same color format and everything. They don't. They don't. They did not have a stadium for years. They play that Yankee Stadium. And watching the games on TV, I was like, this is so bad because it looks like. Wait, 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 wait. Was it Yankee Stadium or Shea Stadium? Yeah. I thought they played with yeah. the Mets Stadium. No, they did play at the Mets last year for the playoff game, and they looked better. But, <laughs> but I was like, oh, that's bigger. But Yankee Stadium was – was with all the money they had, and there it was – the optics were so bad. And here's the thing. Dude, that arena is gorgeous. Yeah, oh here's God. the thing. NYCFC won the title before the Red Bulls while playing the Yankee Stadium. They won it two years ago. Last year I was watching it. They beat Portland, our friend Mike Stokes' team. Yeah, Portland. yeah, he's he's a Timber yeah. guy. What up, yeah, Mike? I, Cheers, bro. Love you, man. So, um, and now, uh, and the news is now they actually have a stadium. He's going to come up, um, a couple years off the top of my head. I don't remember now. Let me continue. One more, one, one more thing. Tati Castellano was their leading goal scorer for like two or three years. A big. Something that people like from South America is they, they, they would like to use MLS as a jumping board to Europe. Tati Castellano wanted to go to Europe. Offers came in. They couldn't make a deal. And man, the, the ownership group of NYCFC and Man City could not make a deal. So what did they do? They sent Cassi, Tati Castellano to another partner team in Spain. Instead of uh, so, so he's in Europe. He's playing in Spain. But he didn't get the big money deal he wanted to. It's like Man City was like, okay, nobody's buying, nobody's buying him. Okay, we have a team that we own in Spain in the in the Liga, La Liga. We'll just put him there, and we'll raise his salary. But there was, I think it looks bad on on NYCFC. If you're an up and coming uh, South American, yep. Do I want to go to NYCFC? Maybe win accolades in MLS, but the way Man City handled the whole process of Tati Castellano going to Europe. It's it's it, it just the optics. It just looks really bad. Well, it's going to make people not not want to come play in MLS because that. Well, it's not yeah, I, NYCFC. NYCFC, yeah, because yeah, 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 specifically, right? Because that's who we talked about. That's why I asked a while ago about like yeah, yeah. a lot of people want to go to New York. Maybe that's why. Maybe maybe see how how they, how they deal with their players. They're like, 
screw that. I'm not going to go there. You know, they're, they're not going to help me get better. You know, I don't know. And, you know, yeah. at the end of the day as well, I think on a practical note, and no offense to New Yorkers, but you're not Miami, you're not LA. And people want to live in the, either the, 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 I mean, the pleasant year-round climate of LA. Look, I'm not a fan of LA. I love the climate there. Just it's just too big for me. It's just huge, you know. It's just it's just massive. I don't mind a big city. That's that's not even big. That's just massive, as is New York. But it's the climate's awesome, you know. So the climate more than makes up for it. I remember when when Cabra went to visit me back there in 2003. I think it was. We went yeah, hung yeah. out at Newport Beach. Remember we went over there and we took a picture with the waves and stuff. This is like yeah, middle yeah. freaking summer, man. Like the end of summer. You, you, you I mean. We didn't even feel it. You know, they're just, you know, it's so, so beautiful. The weather's great, you know? And then, and you look at Miami, yeah. it's like, you know, Miami's, uh, granted, it's Southeast. So it's going to be a little more humid, clearly, than, than LA is. But my, Miami's just, uh, you know, particularly if you're, if you're looking to, to end up with, with a bang, it, that, I mean, hey, I'm, I'm young enough to still party. Miami's a party town, man. That's, that's oh, yeah. a big time party. Obviously, town. I'm a big time party guy because every weekend we hit the same spot. <laughs> home home with my home. horn my, my my horn cup and uh and uh guinness so my wife is like go buy a 12 pack i'm on my way yeah what, what i was gonna ask you what'd you buy her uh chill pills chill pills it's a pilsner that she loves yeah you uh, you showed us that last for two weeks ago yeah look yeah oh, this one's mama pills my apologies not chill pills mama gotcha. pills gotcha all right anyways that's my my i'm gonna stop because we could go on forever Oh, I yeah, really want to hear Siler's take. I'm excited to hear Siler's um, post World Cup. Right, yep. World Cup, yeah, yeah. I mean, yep, we we'll, could go for we'll, three hours on this. You know what? So we're gonna jump into this right now. So you know, at first, Cabra, great topic. Thank you, thank, thank you for bringing that up. You know, did, did great conversation. You know, I, I think we all got into a little bit, um, and I learned something. I, I, as Mike says, if you're not careful, you learn something. Even if you are careful, you learn something. So I was careful, but I still learned something. So. Thank you. I appreciate that. And if, for those of y'all who are tuning in right now, this is essentially going to be a pretty soccer or football, inter international football soccer slash centric episode. And that's okay. Just keep, keep listening. You'll, you may learn something. Siler, Siler, you yeah. wanted to discuss today, uh, Manchester United, how they've been doing recently. And by the way, they've been kicking ass recently. They have been no, just not, not yesterday, but yeah. They've been tearing it up. I mean, Gabra loves them. You're wearing their jersey. I'm assuming you're a fan. If you're not, then you just collect jerseys like I do. Shoot, I've got Raiders <laughs> jerseys and Four Niners jerseys. I'm not either fan of them. So, uh, but uh, you know, it does. It does. Like the Rock was, it doesn't matter what you carry. Yeah, right. Okay. It, it doesn't matter what jersey you have. But either way, um, tell us a little bit about their 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 surge here recently. I honestly thought. Okay, I thought Aaron Eric Ten Hag blew it by how he handled Ronaldo. You know what I mean? I, no, no, just hear me out. I mean, this is what I thought. I was wrong, right? I'm just saying what I thought when this is happening. He, I, you know, there was clashing between them two, and I thought, you know, Menu kind of, kind of blew this. He blew it. I was wrong. So go ahead and talk to us about that, and then we'll jump into it. it, it kind of, I don't know if it flows from there, but it's kind of similar to that. How the World Cup brought passion back. To, to international football. I think that I think it can go hand in hand because people watch the World Cup and now they're starting to follow EPL. They're starting to follow La Liga. 
They're starting to, like me. I mean, I I follow Liga Mekis. That's that's my league. I love Liga Mekis, but I also I, you know this this year I'm going to start following MLS a lot more closely, um, particularly to come on on Apple TV. So go ahead and start with the Man U stuff, and we'll just we'll just flow from there. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I'm glad I was can talk about Man U. So I've been Man U since. 1999. So it was a really long time ago. I think it when they won the first triple and uh, tri- we call the triple triple champion. Like you know, I, go ahead. Hold on, hold on. No, no, I don't want to, to say something. What, what, what? You're excited about something? Well, he mentioned the treble. I was in Europe watching the Champions League final when they when they beat Bayern Munich. I watched oh. the FA Cup final when they when they beat uh, uh, Newcastle for the for the double and the treble. Awesome memories, Siler continue my apologies you, that, that, that was you and, and primo mike right mike Simmons? yeah yeah so you we were were, we, were you guys in germany drinking beer so, with people? so we were in prague Prague. They, man united had won the league we were in prague we watched the fa cup final they beat newcastle alan shearer who comes on goal okay and then we traveled all over to munich and our, we met german guys say we're gonna watch we are going to watch the game for free with <laughs> with free beer I'm like, ah, so we took off and we watched the Champions League final in Switzerland. <laughs> and um, it was, even today, obviously, I'm, great memories. I'm sorry for interrupting, Siler. No, no. Continue. Well, you know, and, and no, need, no need to apologize. I'll tell you why. And I think, I hope Siler agrees with me here. But, you know, to all y'all watching out there, now we're not, oh my goodness, they're all, all the really successful. No, we're not there yet. But we will get there. <laughs> and one of, one of the things that you want to do when you're doing any kind of show, storytelling is what gets people to watch. Not, I mean, we could sit here and Patrick and I are just gone over, let me tell you about the salary cap of MLS. And we would just sit here watching them. You would have been <laughs> bored your fucking mind. That's just what would have happened. So telling stories, interrupting, laughing, blah, blah, blah. Do it. That's the way to go. Cider, yeah, here, back quick, at you, baby. Okay, Cider, Cider, quick story. I, I, Go ahead, I, quick okay, story. FA Cup final in Prague. I, Michael and I literally had two Guinness. We were shit-faced. <laughs> well, okay, was, 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 there, was there Guinness like heavier? Was it more? The Guinness was delish. I yeah. can't explain. It was like tar going down. I, I think it, I think <laughs> that season. I think that season the FA Cup is the FA Cup is final is not probably not the legendary one. If you watch the semifinal of FA Cup, you watch Ryan Giggs to go through against Arsenal on the left wing and all the way in there in the in the overtime and that was just amazing and also like I think is uh, you know definitely everybody going to talk about the, the the miracle at the no like Camp No is uh, like you know in the, the score in the last uh, you know couple seconds and then um I think it's Sir Alex Ferguson just like you know say the famous quote and just like um, like a football, bloody hell. So, like, I I remember, still remember that, like, stuff. So, ever hey, after Tyler, that, Tyler, let me ask you a question, bro. How old are you, man? Right. Go ahead. How old are you? I am. I am thirty, about to turn thirty-three. I'm thirty-two now. I was gonna say you don't look old enough to remember nineteen ninety-nine. You you look great, bro. Just want to tell I you. I mean, thanks, man. thanks though. I have been I have been study I have been study history. I do my history. I study my history. Well, I let, let, me, let me tell you, so so Cabra, and I won't say his age, but he's older than me, and God damn it, he looks so he looks like six years, seven years younger than me. <laughs> I fucking hate you, bro. Anyways, go ahead, man. Okay. Um, I think it's after that I'm a star follow United. 
play, and uh, the main reasons like uh, I, because of David Beckham back then, like David Beckham is every like a female's like a soccer fans like a dream, but for the hey, guys, you were, you, you were young I, like a like like a little girl. I was like I was like you know what I, because he the way he's a, like a shooting a free like a free kick that was just amazing. Like all you know, all my memory is about it. he's bending that the free kick into that corner of the you know goalpost. That's just amazing though. So I think back then, um, you know, there's a lot of history that. So I think it was ever after Sir Alex and Ferguson retired, I kind of lost the confidence of this team. So I mean, also the other things like you know, there's a big purchase from the Tampa Bay owner, the Glazer family, to United. So they actually turn into United, the purchase United. I mean, there's this kind of a things going there too. So United have not been winning the Premier League ever since 2013. If I recall correctly, so that would be that's been ten years. Like it's just a really long draw, and we're using making fun of a Liverpool because they haven't won the Premier League title for eighteen or twenty years. Here. But right now, Here. like, Here. <laughs> yeah, they they never they never win for the twenty years until like a, a club, and then it's just actually like winning it like a couple of seasons ago. So I think that's just the biggest thing. Um, right now, I like Eric Tunghag. Like the reason I said is that he has done a fantastic job. Number one, and second, my point is like I love Cristiano Ronaldo. Like everybody should know this. Like I love Ronaldo so much. I don't want this guy Messi to win the World Cup because that's just a kind of like you know spark a debate. Who is the goat? I mean, both those are great players, but because I'm United connected, I don't want this guy to win the World Cup. And uh, um, so I guess like. Uh, you know, how would you gonna handle a club legend as I have been making so much contribution to the club and has been lived the club into the European Championship and won the European Champions? So, how do you handle it? I think Erica Tunghog just, I again, I don't think Erica Tunghog did not give enough respect to Cristiano Ronaldo. I, I agree, he, I agree, he, I, I'm, I'm on board he, with that, yeah. Yeah, he gave a lot of respect to Cristiano Ronaldo. That's my point. And I think it's like the way he handled this is really unfortunate. And the way as Ronaldo's gone out of the door of menu is really unfortunate. We don't want the like club legends to go out door like that. So I think Tunghag has facing a lot of criticism, especially beginning of season. If you recall, they got beat up by Burnley 4-0 at the beginning yeah. of the season. That was like hard to watch. I was watching the game. I was like Start like you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, it's already down one, and then the couple minutes later, down two. I was like, What the heck? And they literally have no like rhythm of the first one. But Eric Tunghog, I mean, this is a report I read after the game, he started running the miles with the players to show them that he can do it. And then that's is after that kind of sparked the fire of each player. And I think right now, um, you know, if you guys know about this. Glazer family trying to sell Man United yeah. to the different like you know owner. I think right now there is one. Um, I think it's Sir. Um, I can't remember what's. His, let me let me check. Um, I think it's someone trying to buy already put it into it's the English guy, right? Yeah, British guy and the Sir. Um, uh, uh, billionaire Ratcliffe, something Ratcliffe. Ratcliffe. Sir, Thank Sir you, Jim Ratcliffe. Ratcliffe. He wants to to. Um, so Jim like Ratcliffe. It yeah. could be a Jesus Christ, eight point nine billion dollars is what it's what yeah, I, he is 
but I read a report about him is that he own, also owned the um, French club Nice, and then if he is actually purchased United, he had to decide if he want to keep the Nice or not. Because I read if you have a two club and they cannot play same time in the Champions League. So this is actually like a little, like you know, con, you know, conflict for interest of doing that. So I, I would, I would say, I would interesting what's going on. And uh, well, the funny thing, Apple had a lot of rumors about the purchase of United and the Tesla also the connecting to buying like United. It was like I heard, I heard about the Tesla one. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want Elon Musk to touch that any team. I think, I think it would be hilarious. To watch him, watch him go and throw so much. Here's the thing: if he owns a team, this dude is gonna throw so much money at the. See, White Claw's not gonna taste as good, bro. After you've had that that refresh. Oh, no, I mean, it's no, gonna do the same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. So no, I, Elon Musk would throw so much cash out there. They would buy. I mean, they would just become a freaking like an all star team. It doesn't mean that they're gonna win because when the Lakers did that in two thousand three four, Gary Payton, Carl Malone, blah blah. They didn't win, so but yeah, it, it'd be hilarious. Sorry, Siler, continue. You know, I want to. I want to say this. So I guess like because a new owner, if you're looking for Chelsea right now, what they're doing is like all this money, and they, even they they just loan Joe Felix and without any buy options, and they're just so money in there to buy every player they can and just raise up the market. And because right now United in the process of like selling out to the new owner, Eric Tonghag is just in a bad time because he wants to buy a lot of players. But honestly, right now he's facing. I think it's just short of number one, short of a cash. And if there is he a club having enough cash, he can make a lot of signing. And then um, you know Timbers, um, the the IX like uh, central back Timber is on the list, and he want to buy uh Frank De Jong. If you guys all remember uh, the drama, young, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The drama of the entire summer with uh, Barcelona It's like a, there's a report of Barcelona own people's like own own players the wage or something like that. It was so much drama, and they, he wanted to buy another like a like a forward, even though he signed a new forward on the long market. But he said he wanted to be probably want a permanent like number nine. You know, Antonio Martial is like a, always in injury bone, so injury related. So I, I'm not going to go touch, but he is a definitely perfect player for Eric Tenghag's system. So I guess like uh, what I'm trying to say is like I think United make a nine nine like a nine win streak, uh, win streak, right? So th until like yesterday, they tied to the Crystal Palace. Yeah, and, that, that that was you know that was a hangover from their win against Man City. I know, they, they, I know. They, they, they shouldn't have you got, Crystal Palace. They should have won that game. One thing I'm worried yeah. about is they were playing Arsenal this weekend, and the Casemiro will be missing the game because of the yellow card. So that's going to be tough for United. United is going to go to the Amherst Stadium to play Arsenal over there. Arsenal is just really unstoppable. I have to say this. They're unstoppable. I was out of my expectations. So, they're not even in the Champions League. They're in the Europa, Europa League right they now. They will be like, next year for sure, yeah. Yeah, they will be in there next year for sure. And uh, so what United doing right now, I think it's like they beat beat the City last weekend. I think it's uh, – we were – like as a fan, we were waiting for that game to happen. For me, it's like, you know, I know the first goal of a t like a draw, tie the game is a little bit controversial – 
But it is what it is. I get you know, there's a lot of explanation. It is what it is. Yeah. But two like you know, a couple minutes later, Garacho, that amazing pass to rush for to win the game, that limit that that's giving me the hope because again, United have so many coaches for the past year. We got uh, we got David Moyes. Nobody want to mention to him, and we got Ryan Giggs for a little bit, like you know, for a little bit, yeah, for a little bit. Then we have um. Luis Wangal, Luis Wangal, and the Jose Molinio and uh, Solshai, and yeah. uh, you know got a little bit Michael Carrick, and then like the German guy, <laughs> I don't want out of Ronick. He was uh, only he, there. He's I'm only here till you find a new coach. Yeah, he sucked. What a what a. Yeah, what a he, He's yeah. he's he's had such a terrible relationship with Ronaldo. I think there's a whole thing about with him and Ronaldo and pushed Ronaldo out the door. Ronaldo is really want to play Champions League, but last season United just really unfortunate did not make a Champions League. Start from summer, Ronaldo make it very clear he want to play for Champions League. That's why he never returned a team. He just have such an ongoing bad relationship until the end, the 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 drama end. But the thing is like. Yes, I mean I understand that, but the thing is, like Ronaldo, we should let him go early. But the thing is, Ayrton, yes. yeah, Ayrton Hag used him as an example, saying like, "Look, you can, I will pay you enough respect. I will give you time to play, but you gotta follow the team's rule." And honestly, Ronaldo breaks so many team rule. Left in the left in the end of the game of play, when they play Spurs, he just left straight out left, and then you can't he do that. The pitch. Yeah, you can watch out the pitch. Like you know, you can't do that. I mean, then he'd be like in training with the uh, the uh, I think it's the practice squad for like a, a game and come back. It's just like every game he started this season never he he uh, Ronaldo's still great, but he's not that great. Can be able to make him to run into the Eric Tenghag system. Eric Tenghag's system is all about like high pressure. You gotta run. You gotta pass the ball. Always pass forward, pass forward, pass. Used to be like used to United just be like you know let's pass it through and then pass back, pass back right now. But right now, if you look this season, United is all about a forward pass, forward pass, forward pass. You gotta run through, run the wing, and then you gotta forward pass. And Bruno Fernandes is amazing. And then um, De Gea. De Gea is also amazing. I don't understand why Spain did not draft him. Like, this just make no sense. Like, the he's, World Cup? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just left out of the squad. That's just making no sense, left out of the squad. So I don't understand that part. And then um, this is a jersey for Lisano Mar- Martinez. And his nickname is called Butcher. He's such a great player to play with uh, Varane. And then the friends, like our friends, the central back, play in the World Cup. And uh, United just make everything right right now. But my concern is that if they can find any good players, at least for January, because I think this United will be tired in the towards the end of the season. And then yesterday, that's a hangover game. Already showed they're actually tired. They are controlling the game, but they don't have a finisher. We signed a striker, but it it, it helped a lot. But the thing is that with the injuries going on with the mach- like uh, Anthony Marshall, he's not you know United is not going to be a long run. And uh, I'm not going to make a lot of people like uh, you know upset about the, like uh, Anthony, the guy from Brazil. Like he's not doing his his job though. He's like a one like a ten. Hundred million dollar, hundred million pounds. I've guy, but 
signing, but he did not live up to his expectation. We'll still have to see. But the good thing is about Sancho. Uh, Sancho is coming back, so there's another like forward on the side as for United. So Sancho is another way to you know you have to keep eye on them. So United, like you know, I finally have some hope for moving forward. And with the new ownership, with Eric Ten Hag, there might be some chances they're actually coming back to win the Premier League though one day. So I, I want to I want to jump in real quick and talk about. Um... Something you mentioned that they should have let Ronaldo go earlier, and I agree. And uh, let me tell you, one of the things that I read, um, and it might have been a, I don't know if I read it, it was, it was in his Pierce Morgan interview, but he had from from what from the from, from the, the reading or the interview, or whatever, he actually had interest for Man City a couple years ago, mm. and um, Sir, what's his name, Ferguson. Sir Alex, Alex Ferguson told him, you can't do that. You're, you're a man, you guy, you can't do that. And he said, you know what? You're right. And so there was some loyalty there. You know he loves, I mean? he loves Ferguson. He, yeah, he's and, like, but a, so, like a dad. Exactly. And there was loyalty to him and to man you. They should have reciprocated that loyalty to him when they realized, you know, he needs, he needs to be playing up. He doesn't need to be here anymore. Let's let him go. And, or if we're, if it's going to be a transfer, let's not, up the transfer fee to some ridiculous amount that nobody wants to pick a 37 year old guy up. I think, I think, I think they, they screwed up with that. Um, again, he did not sign with man city. He, I, for all, and again, I don't know that they actually had put an offer out there, but he was considering signing with them. And so, you know, if you're considering signing with someone and you're, you're a player of that caliber, remember we're talking two years ago. So he, yeah, at that point they may have said, yeah, sure. Well, we, we, we let's work out a deal. And he, go, he says, no, I'm, I think, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to be loyal to, to I, I, there's that saying, you know, you, you, you dance with the one who brought you and man, you was the one who brought him and he was loyal to them. They needed to reciprocate that. And they, they didn't, which I think led to this split. Um, I, I feel bad for both him and Ten Hag. Ten Hag, you know, he definitely had his vision for the team. He has a vision for the team and it's working now. It's definitely working now. Right. And he was trying to fit, you know, he he was a a, a square square piece trying to a square peg trying to fit in, in, in into a circle. It wasn't going to happen. It just it just didn't work. But that they knew that they should have let him go earlier and let him go out and find someone that he played Champions League in. Versus, no, no, we're going to hold on to him. We're not letting him go. We're not letting him go. We're not letting him go halfway through well, the year. Here's again. You can go. Yeah. Yeah, and that's jacked up at that point. Teams are already in a flow. Teams are in a groove, and at that point. He looked bad because hey, he did he did this. He he didn't pay attention to what we were saying. He he messed up team rules. He, he couldn't fit into the system. You know what? Had he been happy, he probably would have followed all the team rules. And why not make him happy? He was loyal to you. That's that's my biggest thing. Well, I mean, a couple of things I want to add up here. So that did is actually I think that is like a Morgan. The thing he mentioned that. You know, interest from Man City, but the thing is, the funny thing is, after that, Man City, I think, publicly denied that rumor. So it's kind of a, you know, what he said or against what Man yeah, City yeah, said. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't know what the truth is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but the thing is, like, if they sign Ronaldo that summer, I mean, adding Tunghog, adding Holland will not be able to join the city. So that's a trigger the whole thing right now with the 
hottest like in the forward in the striker in the like Premier League, you know, adding Holland. Holland, you know, honestly, I'm a fan of him because I still own his jersey at in the Dortmund. So I have his jersey and the Bellingham jersey. I really want United to show some ambitions in summer with the new ownership. Start up and buying Bellingham. I mean, honestly, I think the the reason like it ties back up to the beginning. So the reason why a lot of players want to play in the Europe is that there's this money being spending. All this big club is you have to spend money though. Like you know, this is what the big club is about. Like in the Europe, like you gotta spend money. You're gonna able to match up your uh, you know your competitor. And uh, you know, see, Real Madrid has been very successful for over years, and the winning the like Champions League, they spending all the money. Ronaldo with Ronaldo, Gasbell, and Benzema, and with all the Modric, and you know, like Tony Cruz, and it's everything is spending money, though. And uh, that's that's it's all about. They just have the spending money. And the other thing I want to add is that how why Ronaldo so club his wage. I mean, if you know, I I don't know if I recall correctly. I think he is a wage is about like five hundred five hundred thousand dollars per week. per week or per I don't know I don't know per week or something. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard. I can't know. Someone told me in the comments area so like it was his wage, but his wage is the biggest one of the biggest issue. Like his agents are trying hard to offer him to every club, but the thing is, as this age. You think Ronaldo gonna lower his like lower his like you know ego to be accepted as the lower age? That's that's the thing, though. That's well, what and, I'm. And, and, and you're you're right on that. Um, the thing was, <laughs> he and again he had to go to Saudi Arabia to get this right, but yeah. he, he showed that someone's willing to pay a shit ton of money for him. Still, now it wasn't gonna happen. Like you said, you're right. He, they were asking for he was asking for too much money. To play in the English Premier League, La Liga, anywhere else, but Saudi Saudi saw an opportunity here, you know, and they said, you know what, let's take it. This is this is one of the top two, one of the top three biggest names in international international football in the world. You know, him, Messi, and Mbappe, right? I Mbappe, mean, that's, yeah. that's just what it is. Those are the top three names. I'm not saying that they're the top three players because, well, I mean, they they could be, right? I'm not going to say they're not. But you have people arguing that, hey, no, you know, Holland is it should be up there as should slot down. You know, you know, it, there's arguments you made for a lot of players, but those are the top three names. I think those are the top three. If you ask someone, hey, do you know who Cristiano Ronaldo is? Oh yeah, they could have never watched a game of of, of international football and they'd know who he was. Do you know who Messi is? Everyone knows Messi. You don't have you don't have to say what he played. You know, you know, and most I think most sports fans will be able to know who Mbappe was. You know. So I, I think I think though they saw opportunity. Ronaldo said, you know, I, I you know, this is this is his last big paycheck. This is it. You know, um, unless he goes and dominates, and then I think the MLS would still pick him up at 40 years old as as a as a, now I think the MLS is better than, than than the Saudi League. But I I think if they if he dominates over there, if he kills it, which he he still killed it today. It was a friendly. I get that, but he still killed it against PSG, who's arguably is just a team of all stars. PSG is just they just bought players and they, they hey, let's put a one together. You know, I mean, so he played well against them. Who's to say at the age of forty he does he still doesn't come to the U.S. He banked his half a billion dollars in Saudi Arabia 
think of the U.S. to play here, you know. So yeah, he has, I, I'd pay to watch him. Yeah, fuck yeah. that would too. Ronaldo have nothing to Ronaldo have nothing to left to, to prove though. He no. says he dominated all the Champions League. I mean, he was right. I mean, actually, I know he's a little bit, you know, for a lot of people, he's a little bit arrogant. But the thing is, uh, the records are actually chasing him. If you're watching the Champions League, the, he set up all the records. And you remember one year, he was injured in the group stage of Championship League and come back on the knockout, like knockout stage. He scored like 17 or 16 goals in the knockout, like, knockout stage. Like, who does that, though? Like, that's just crazy. Like, He's out for like the group stage, and he still win the like the golden boot of that year. So I think that's is a that's the whole thing about Ronaldo. He just the record is actually chasing him. Now Messi is another story, but the thing is like I honestly be with you. I think this tie up the next topic I want to make is like Messi has. I mean, again, I'm glad for Messi, and then we are in the generation like I born in the generation follow both of them. Start 2004 for the follow both of them, and then this is the generation like players. When we for when we talk about the, the from 20 2000 and the 2010s, and then it's all about the Messi and Ronaldo. They are the best player. They are actually they are actually like a really really like you know great players. We we want we we I would love to see that uh, every time a Barcelona play Real Madrid, and uh, I love to see that. This is just like it's so much drama stuff going on. Just to make a soccer such a good belt, such a good thing. So, yeah. my next point: World Cup, bring the back the passion. Yeah, let's, let's, let's go to that. You know, let's move over to the World Cup. First, Siler, I want to tell you that that was that was great. I love that that segment. Chatted about Man U. Um, you know, I, I I clearly I don't know as much as you guys do about soccer, but I was able to interject a little bit. You know, and I'm that, that was fun. <laughs> no, and, and honestly, I love this. I, you know, I love soccer now. I, it's been a year and a half, almost two years, since I've really fell in love with the sport. I'm learning so much from you guys, and we have Stokesy on. I learned from him, so thank you for bringing all that stuff to the forefront. I, I appreciate that. Let's go ahead, Sider. Tell us about the passion that the World Cup brought back. To I'm going to make. I'm going to make the statement quick, right now. I'm making a statement. Thank you, thank you, Guinness again, and Cabra. Thank you, White Claw. So Guinness and White Claw, if you would like to sponsor us, you know, Siler, hold up your drink. Uh, it, it, I don't know. I can't pronounce whatever that is, so pronounce it, and then I'll ask them to go ahead and sponsor us. My dog. My dog. Would you please sponsor us as well? Thank <laughs> we you. All right, all right, all right Siler, go ahead. Yeah. Well, next topic is like why does the World Cup actually bring the you know people back to the soccer? Honestly, I have to say this: the past the, the past year's World Cup final. I'm gonna make a bold statement: probably the best finals in all sports in past ten years. Absolutely, dude. In the past, in my lifetime, I, I no, yeah. just just so much great stuff going on. You, you see, like the the you know the all like you know. The last generation star, Messi, finally won the World Cup. And the new generation, the king of the, all the soccer. I mean, I would say, make this bold statement. The, Mbappe will be next, either Cristiano or Messi. Mbappe and Ellen yeah. Holland will be next one. So next generation is all about the Mbappe versus the Holland. So that's my my statement. Though. Okay, so, well, hold up. Before you keep going, that's if Holland can get into the World Cup because – who, who's he, who's he, who's his uh, national team? Hey, he's, fin he's Finnish. 
They, I mean, he's, 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 they, they, they don't, they don't make it. He could have played for England and he decided not to. So, that's true. so that, yeah, that, he, that, that, that might be what separates him from Mbappe in the, in the all time greats when it comes at the end. And, you know, it, so not that he physically is not as talented, is not as good, but at the end, Mbappe plays for France and they're going to make world cups. Yeah, they Mbappe as actually with a World Cup. I think Mbappe in the that final, it was just amazing though. It was not for Mbappe. Like Argentina already win. Did you you guys remember first goal when he make that ridiculous like scissor kick and they kick the yeah. goal in the back of the I net? Think that's the second goal. That was the second goal. That was the second goal. Oh, it was the first yeah. goal was the final kick. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The, the, it, it was just amazing. Like it's it, uh, watching Mbappe. I just I immediately buy two of his jersey. Though it's just like watching Mbappe. It's just like what? What? Is, who is this guy? Though it's he won the World Cup already. He already like earned his like spot. In he won it at eighteen or nineteen. I mean, okay. Hey, I, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm gonna give you all a little stat here that yeah, I think I think you all love. So players with at least five goals goals at the at the World Cup. So Miroslav Klose for for Germany. Uh, oh, he was he was awesome. He scored sixteen. Okay, Ronaldo yeah. from Brazil scored fifteen. Okay, and he has a higher. He only played nineteen games versus close close. scored in twenty four games. Mueller from Germany scored fourteen in fourteen oh. games. He averaged over one a game. And now, Gerd Mueller, yeah. Get this. So, Just Fontaine from France scored thirteen in six matches in nineteen fifty eight. So imagine if that guy had extended, you know, had a longer career with the World Cup. Lionel Messi had test 13 in 26 matches, half a goal a game. And then you go to Pele with 12 in 14 matches, 0.86 goals a game. And then Mbappe. So Mbappe is what, 22, 3? Two, three, yeah. This guy is four away, four away from being the all time leader, from tying the all time leader. And he's 22 or 23. That's like, like you said, Siler, he's definitely going to go down as like an all time scorer. Absolutely. I mean, and unless, Siler, I, unless yeah. he falls off the face of the earth next year and just sucks. And I just don't see that. Hey, I got, I got another point I would make, but if he want to become more successful to reach the level of Ronaldo or Messi, he need to leave the same Paris though. Like Saint German Paris, a Paris Saint German. He needs to Miami. Leave. Maybe I don't know where he goes. He needs to come to any big club. Like, Miami. <laughs> he's a, I'm 23. To Miami, by the way. Yeah. And, uh, he has to play for a big club, and I know it's like a, you know Paris is a big club, but the thing is that league, it's just not a competitive as the Premier League or or like you know La Liga. You know a Premier League right now. How many teams actually have the chances to like win the Premier League? We don't know. You got you got Newcastle, and then right now Man. Liverpool. Liverpool is catching up, and then Chelsea, and uh, like you know, no, they, Chelsea they, and Liverpool are Chelsea, Chelsea sucks right now. Bro. I don't one. I'm gonna say this: they suck this year. But with the new ownership next year, they're gonna buy all those players. Looking for them, no. Chelsea. I think what Sider trying to say is like there's. There's a flux in, in in the Premier League. Gotcha. Yeah. In France, is PSG, maybe Lille. In Spain, there's only two teams. England right now is going through. For as a fan, it's exciting because we don't know who's going to win. Arsenal is number one. 
things can change in two, three weeks. You know, just keep changing though. Like it is the thing. It's like Premier League is that excitement bring to you. I understand. Like bring to you because they they have the money. They buying players and they invest it. And also their system is like kind of like you know make sure that you have a good academy. And this is they're just very competitive. Like I I I know Chelsea right now sucks, and then they they're doing terribly. And then I don't I I know that. But the thing is, the next year, like look how much money they're spending in the January transfer yeah. window. They just yeah. spend all this money, and then like next year when the when the summer transfer window open, man, they're gonna burn money though. So let me tell you my concern with Chelsea. You know their owner is one of the one of the one of the owners of the Dodgers. And so the Dodgers every year just throw money at stars and they don't put good teams together. They put a lot of stars together, but they don't put good teams together, if that makes sense. So if Chelsea takes that same approach and throws money at stars and says, okay, manager, figure it out. You know, I, I mean, you're, you're saying you're setting your manager up for failure for first of all. Um, so I, it, it, they need to be very, very methodical. They need to really think about who they're signing to these big contracts because I mean, I mean, they could throw money at everybody, and they'll—I mean—and they've got the money. They've got the money. Yeah. I mean, that's that's only pretend. They've got cash to burn. But if they do no. that, you're gonna get. And and again, Cabra was there last week or two weeks ago when I gave up my Dodger fandom because you're gonna get the same shit. It's just all these stars on one team, and they cannot gel. And so that's that's what they got to be careful for. Is just throw money at stars. But they they don't fit together. It's 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 the it's the Ronaldo thing with Man U did not fit the system. You know what I mean? So that's true. You've you've got to really find those players, and they can be stars, but they've got to fit the system that they want to run. That that they've got to fit the system. Can can anybody check how to pronounce the new like a uh, player that just signed for seven years deal from Ukraine? I'm thinking from uh, Man U. I saw no, that. Wait, with the Chelsea? With Chelsea? Oh, I can't... my bad, my bad. Okay. From Ukraine, oh, yeah. yeah, we're also now we're we're, oh, we're awesome. Mudrik, 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 yeah, yeah. Mikhailo Mudrik. That's so easy. Yep. <laughs> oh, bad. Yeah, but yeah. see, see, you see, Sider, Pat's talking shit now. I, I mean, you, you you earned that one back for the shit you were talking. Hey, about. I watch Vikings and Valhalla. I get all these names. They just come out. Of <laughs> you know I mean, Harold oh. Harold Dixbane. Nice to meet you, Eric, <laughs> son of Dixmau. <laughs> oh lord, that's hilarious! But that's funny. Yeah. Uh, honestly, my point is like, uh, uh, soccer is still a rich people's game. Though. Like, you got spending all the money in, and uh, as a club fan, and uh, I just want to see like a day. Well, first thing, like whoever gonna buy many high Manchester United, make sure they understand that you know the club is not for bet like a profits though. They just, I think, it's the Glazer family. And they spend, I would give a benefit doubt. They spend money over yeah. the years. But the thing is, like, they have that mentality. You want to buy all the star put together, like you say, to the system, but it never works. Like, if you see that United is like a signing record and they signed Di Maria, who is a ridiculous amount of money, they said, Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, that was weird. That yeah. was honestly with you. That was weird. That was a losing one. And, and Di Maria is a solid player. He's won everywhere he's been. So he's Argentina. Yeah, he scored the first goal in the World yes, Cup final. He did. Yeah. Okay. I'd be like, that name sounds familiar. Yep. Okay. Yeah, then he got subbed out. <laughs> and then uh, they signed yep. they signed Pogba. Oh, Pogba is just like right now, I think it's over like overpriced though. Like, Where is Pogba, Pogba right now? You want Juventus. 
That's why he went back. Because him, him and Mourinho butted heads. Mourinho wouldn't give Pogba playing time. He goes to World Cup, scores in the final, yep. comes back at champion. Mourinho, he's like, you're on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, Mourinho, this, yeah, Mourinho, my God. Yeah. But Mourinho, actually, if you're looking for the Mourinho, Mourinho's like a signing class, it's not that bad. Like, he's actually one. I think he's, uh, you know, Ibrahimovic. He signed Ibrahimovic for free. I think he's a for free. Yes, yeah, so for free from, uh, okay. like, Paris in Germany. And he's a free. And the Pogba, I mean, it's a solid, I think. Lindelof, Lindelof right now is a solid sub. And uh, I, I just... I don't like I don't like uh, Lukaku though. You know, Ronald, I never Ronald. liked Lukaku. Lukaku is uh I remember when he was with Brighton or somebody. Where where and where's he from? That name sounds he's, familiar. He's uh, Belgium. He's Bel- Belgium. He's from Belgium. Belgium. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. And Lukaku is a very particular player. I can't explain, it, but if, if he has been in a particular system, it didn't really work out with Manu. He went to Chelsea. he went to it- Italy. Um, Sila, if you remember which team, I don't remember. Inter Milan, Inter Milan, Inter Milan. Milan. Okay, we're scoring goals. Chelsea bought him up a year or two ago. With the, we're on, I think they bought him on loan actually. But no, he, no, he, he, he bought, bought him. him, and this is a half the half season. He wanted to go back. Yeah, by the way, he wanted to go back to. He's he's in Italy right now. Lukaku's yeah. um thirty one or, or thirty. He's he's built like a running back. He's a solid player. I mean, he's he's a really good player, but so he's got to have a very like, like like Josie Altador, because that fucker's uh, huge. Yeah, I'm thinking about um, what was the American defender during the World Cup? Plays in Zimmerman. Um, nope, that doesn't help him. Um, Haji? No, Haji wasn't on defense. It's a defender. I remember I was watching with Siler and Sean, who's our coworker. He's a big football fan. He's respectful. I know he doesn't like soccer. He's respectful. He doesn't talk smack in front of us. I know he doesn't like the sport. But Jeff Cameron, well, not Jeff Cameron. Cameron Cameron Carter Vickers. Cameron Carter Vickers. Gotcha. Okay. That guy, if you see him, he could he could out bench press anybody on the Auburn football team. <laughs> <laughs> but he's built like like a tank. That, and that, you know, you people. know. Recently, that's not, not recently that's not saying a lot. But you know. he could he could, he could out bench press any. Any of your kids on the Liverpool team alone? So Hell right. yeah, bro! And, and yeah, any yeah. my indoor soccer <laughs> ten to four-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cameron Carter Vickers. <laughs> but uh, but if you look at Lukaku, he's built like that. So he's, I mean, he's he's a solid player. He's a great player, and people want to buy him. But he's got to be in a specific location, specific style, and mentally, he's got to be like Siler said, happy. Goes to Chelsea, he's not happy. Literally calling his coach at um, AC Milan daily. I read that the Are former you manager, kidding me? I read that the Ooh. former manager, what was the name, Siler? The Chelsea manager before he got fired, before Grand Potter came in, the German Tom, guy, Tom Tomso or something. The, the the former manager, the one before, he was talking smack about the AC Milan coach as is, a is joke. It, is it Grand, Grand Potter or is it Thomas Tuchel? Grand Potter's a coach now. Thomas Tuchel. It's someone from Thomas Tuchel. Okay, Thomas Thomas, Tuchel. I think there's 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 somewhere where Thomas Tuchel said a joke against AC Milan's coach. He thought it was funny, but Lukaku got butt hurt because he loves that guy. <laughs> wow. I, I'm sorry. I'm like, yeah. And oh it, there's a there's a you know back to my point is like United just make a lot of question signing during the year, 
And, uh, you know, if you go back to Luis Wangal, he signed a lot of players I don't understand, like, you know, Angel, like, Angel Di Maria. Di Maria is the one, like, it did not making any spark at the uh, at the United. But Luis Wangal did sign Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw is right now a very solid player, solid left wing. And, the, like, last game when he played City, he played central back, though. This is yeah. his second time of the season play central back, as I as I remember, and also like he um think um Patrick, you maybe know this is uh, is another like from Netherlands, Memphis Depay. Oh, Memphis Depay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it was like a, who signed him for number seven? I was so excited, but after two seasons, he just gone. It was like what? Yeah. Let's concentrate on not my apologies, not concentrate. The fact that Eric Ten Hag has got this, and I think we've talked about this. I also mentioned how the Glazers or certain members will buy all the All Stars, but they can't play as a team. Ten Hag has a solid team. Excuse me. We have a we have Rashford. We have some solid All Stars. Rashford, that dude, got, that dude's good. Yeah, yeah. We got guys who from the academy, Garnacho, Garnacho. I, I know Gar- Garnacho, Garnacho. Yeah, yeah. I think he's Spanish or Portuguese. No, uh, he's Argentina. Argentina, my bad. Those yeah. are you on on Apple Podcasts or Google, my apologies. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but the thing is, he's got he's, 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 he's got the chess pieces. It's working. And I love it. And I love it. And now, the thing like with big guys spending lots of money, I think I, I told Siler Alonso somebody. It's like somebody going to, wanting to build a car. They have the frame of, or maybe it's somebody else, the frame of a Lamborghini. So they only go to the Lamborghini shop and buy all the, the parts. Ten Hag is going to go to eBay, find all the aftermarket parts from China that work. I said, with respect, Siler. Siler, love you. With respect. Buy the aftermarket parts that work in the Lamborghini chassis, and the Lamborghini is going to win. He's going to run. And that's Man U right now because we yeah. got some, we got some names, but we got guys who are doing their job that are we don't they don't just come off the, like oh uh, Rashford um Radnacho, but you mentioned Luke Casemiro Casemiro Casemiro's a big name. Ca- like, Luke then, Shaw, I mean, I want to I want to name the one best signing of the entire summer transfer window, Erickson. Christian, Christian Erickson. Yep, he got him for free. It's literally, I, he, I love him though. I love that man. He almost I mean, they, died. They, st- they still have Harry Maguire too. So I mean, he's st- here's the thing: it's no. not, it's, he it's, has a solid World Cup. He has a solid player. He gets a lot of crap, but he, does, he does get a lot of crap. But he's not a bad player. Okay, no. So for for all you out there who are who don't watch international football, I'm going to put this in terms that you'll understand. The 2000 and I believe it was eight Olympics, maybe it was 12. Um, the United States basketball team had come off a silver or bronze medal. Bronze medal. I that think. was that was not that was not was there. that was not okay. So they put oh, wait, together wait. what they called the redeem team. And yes, you had your stars, but they filled in blanks with role players. They did not just get 12 or 15 fucking all-stars and say, let's play, let, let's go out and beat everybody. Cause that didn't work. So you what? had some role players as well. Now they, they're not saying that you had 10 role players and three stars. No, but they filled in blanks with, with role players because 
Not everyone needs to be the star. You need a, you need people who are out there who know a role. If you have 15 stars, everyone wants to score. Everyone wants to put the ball up. Unless you have Kobe Bryant and he says, fuck you, I'm going to shoot. And everyone says, okay, Kobe, you can shoot. Even LeBron was scared of Kobe Bryant, which is kind of funny because that's a big motherfucker. But it's, it's a, to put it that way, think of that. And now let's transfer it over to international football. That's what Manchester United is doing right now. They've got some stars, but, you know, Ten Hag is doing a good job of filling in blanks. And Cristiano Ronaldo, one of the best players to ever have played, have walked the earth, he, he was a square peg going around in a round hole. And it, it, he didn't fit the system. And that's okay. My problem was that they didn't let him go earlier. That's that's my issue with that. Because they knew he didn't fit the system. They were just going to be bitches to him after he showed loyalty to them. They should have just let him go earlier. But he's doing, Ten Hag is doing a marvelous job, a freaking amazing job of getting these players. He's, and he's got some damn good players on his team. Okay. But then he's filling in blanks with these other guys who know their freaking role. Not everyone's going to be the star. You know, it, it, but in American football terms, not everyone's the quarterback. Not everyone's a wide receiver. Not everyone's running back. You've got the line. You've got the offensive line. And by the way, your tackles are going to get more money than the guards. But you still need freaking guards. You still need freaking guards, right? So everyone works together for one purpose. And Ten Hag has them working right now seamlessly they're working very well together to the point where they beat man city last weekend which was which is a really really solid win man city is amazing they're fucking awesome manchester united beating them puts them right in the picture again and makes this a completely different season for a month and a half ago you you wouldn't have thought man man, you could have could have kept up man city you you really it's actually the, the the beginning of August first. I want to retreat though. Sorry, that no, was no, two thousand four. That was two thousand four. Like uh, they, I think they they uh, they got the bronze medal. Is that was two thousand four? Two thousand eight. It was LeBron James and Dwayne Wade and then uh, Carmelo Anthony and then Kobe Bryant. They won the right. medal at Beijing Beijing Olympics though. Oh, come back to this. I think what you're saying, like they beat the city. How important that is is that at the beginning of season, United lost the city by three to six. That's a ridiculous. That's a ridiculous score for soccer or for international football. Like three to six, you literally let everybody like three to six. I put out the, put it like this way. I think if you want, I'll give you a comparison. The first game is like the first three quarters when, um, Patriots play Falcons in the Super Bowl, <laughs> and the, the second game is like you know twenty after twenty eight to three. That's is how it gave you the feel. So this is a, such amazing. Like United has, I, I, I will say that United fans has been waiting for this moment to beating them to prove that they actually can, they actually can dream in the theater of dreams. The United the Stadium called the theater of dream. They actually can dream right now. They they see the hope finally for after ten years. They see the hope they can be snapped that the Premier League title again. This is how like how much hope that actually that Eric Tenghaw. I'll give it to United fan. And if, moving forward to this end of season, if they didn't win anything, that well, they have the chance to winning a, a um, the EL EFL like a League Cup. They have the chance. Yeah, yeah, they have the chance to win that. They might have the chance to win the FA Cup. They might have the chance to be like winning the Premier League. So you can dream literally right now. Even though they don't win anything by the end of the season, at least the hope they give it to you right now is like they're in the right path. 
That yes. is very important, though. Absolutely, and and that that's all you need to show that you're you're trending in the right direction. You know, I mean, again, it, it, to all the all the 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 dozens and dozens of people watching this, you know, so put it in football or baseball terms, you know, not everyone can win the freaking Super Bowl. Not everyone can win the World Series. Not everyone can win the NBA, NBA Finals. But if your team is trending in the right direction, you have hope for the following year. And that's what they're, that's what they're showing. That's exactly what they're showing. I'm very excited for I – mean, it, we have until, what, April or May? Man, you – I mean, if they win, if they, if they catch – they play Arsenal on Sunday, by the way. But yeah. if they could catch yeah, up that's, to that's Arsenal. That's a tough game. If, uh, if, if they can catch up to Arsenal and if, if they can win the league, it, it'll prove the genius of Ten Hag. Because yeah. let's say they come back next year and win the league. There's going to be changes during the summer where he brings in certain players and all of a sudden Man U is back to where it was before. Well, the superstars. But if he could win the league, I, I have something team to, right here. Yeah. I have something to say, just like you guys are holding the beer. Um, if a Peacock, something from Peacock or Paramount Plus, if you guys listening, we are subscribed. There's like a you know, service yes, right both. now. That way I can just watching this all the Peacock or Paramount Plus, um, yeah. we love you guys. So if you want to throw a little cup, couple bucks at us to say that every episode, we will. Every episode for our Freddie Patrick, <laughs> for the dozens and dozens of viewers of our show. Okay. <laughs> All right. No, so, uh, you know, to, to go along with what you're saying, you know, you're right. Ten Hag, he would look like a genius. Um and I think the ownership would realize, shit, he 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 has this right. He he knows exactly what buttons he needs to push. He knows where we need to fill in the blanks. You know, um, I I I'm, I'm again I'm I'm a Liverpool fan. Why? Because my kids play on you know, our our indoor soccer team is Liverpool. That's why. Okay, but I like watching Man U. I was disappointed with the way it ended with with Cristiano, but I see this going in a good direction, and I think. Both sides came out good with this. Cristiano is making a lot of money. He's not hurting. And Man U is looking really good. Ten Hag is looking brilliant. He's looking brilliant after these, you know. It, it, it clearly was not going to work with Cristiano Ronaldo. He's looking fucking brilliant. This is, this, is, this is awesome watching this. And by the way, Siler, so this whole, this, the second half of the conversation started with the World Cup and passion, I think this falls into that because you wouldn't have this passion if not for the World Cup. I wouldn't have given a shit. You know, I mean, now I would be watching the guy Mekis and not caring about EPL. You know what I mean? This stuff and now is I'm all excited. There's so many leagues out there that I can tune into on Fanatis, ESPN Plus, Paramount Plus, to uh, the end. I'm all over the place with this stuff now. And my wife's like, "What game's on tonight?" <laughs> like, yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> or, or, there, or there's no game on. We're watching Wrexham, which, by the way, I bought her two really cool Wrexham t-shirts uh, from Amazon the other day. It was really cool. She loves them. She's like, "Yeah." I'm like, you know what? Wrexham, Wrexham. Because I'm, I'm a big guy. I was like, you got, you got, you have to let me, you have to let me borrow here and there. She's like, "Wait, wait, let me check." Signer, do you know Wrexham on Hulu? You, you talk about the show. Yes. Yeah. yeah. With the with the with the Reynolds. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. Dude, it's a great. great. Have you finished it? I have not finished it yet. But the thing yeah. I, I know. I know. I mean, I'm definitely. I, 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 
I went to the website. The other, I want to buy a jersey. Sold out. Right now, there's only like, I don't want to go to Amazon. I want to get straight from the the, the Rexham. I want my money to go to Rexham, so they could they could fix the cop. And <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Here, 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 okay. So here's the deal. Siler, no offense, but I want mine from China because I'm a fucking huge dude and I need someone who makes <laughs> fake fake jerseys that'll fit me. Because none of these jerseys freaking fit me. I'm oh. 270 pounds. I'm 6'2", 270. Now, let me tell you, for three to five months out of the year, I get fucking like strong as shit and I will fit into an XL and I'll weigh 280. And then the other nine to seven months or so, I let it go, and I'm a fat 270. So I need a big ass freaking jersey. I don't shoot. I'll order from fucking the Philippines. I just need a big ass jersey that fits me. And so I gotta show you that. <laughs> that's freaking great. Oh my Sider god! Bought, if Sider shows up for Christmas. I bought this from China. It cost me six bucks. Thank you, China. Nice. Nice. He just bought for all of us for Christmas. I know it doesn't show very clearly. What what, what, what jersey is that? What jersey is that? No jersey. Just a just a extra large shirt. <laughs> and that's the thing. I need, I need the extra large from the Philippines or China or Thailand that fits a guy who's two hundred and seventy freaking pounds. That's what I need. So, if you're out there listening in China or the Philippines or Thailand, and you want me to promote you, send me a shirt. I wreck some AFC <laughs> jersey that fits me. Now, don't send me an XL that fits like a medium because that shit ain't gonna work. Okay, but if you send me an XL. You know, a matter of fact, do me a favor. Make me a three X and just put the XL tag on it. To make make me feel good about myself, because I need that sometimes. Sometimes I need to feel good. I need to feel like, hey man, you look you look like you did when you were in college. No, I don't. But make me feel that way. Make me feel that way. You know, sometimes we just need some nostalgia. That's all we need. That's all we need. What one one last thing I want to say that how how much passion like we got, and also I think. They contributed here also thanks to one show, Ten. I mean, the, the 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 show from Apple. Oh, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, you know, you guys are how popular that is. Did you do you guys know the FIFA FIFA twenty three? Right? They actually yeah, they, they have them on on the on the game. Yes, that's just how important that is, though. I want to add in. I got my daughter on Nintendo Switch. We got FIFA. They don't have Ted Lasso, but they have Rexham on there. Yes, they do. <laughs> they have Rexham on Switch. If if you watch the Rexham show, they're playing with Rexham on the FIFA 22. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been like, uh Mocha, my daughter, like picked like Portugal because she likes Ronaldo. I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna go to Rexham. <laughs> We're gonna find another team. Uh, Mullen. Mullen, he can score goals, but I don't know about the back line, but still. Yeah, see, see, right I, I, won't, I won't play against my, my son because he would kick my ass. I have no clue how to play that game. I mean, I could learn it, but he'd probably still beat me. He's, he's yeah, yeah, he's 10, and he just – and, and it, Gabra, you'll, you'll love this. You will love this. Remember how I was a jackass when I was younger? We played video games, I'd just laugh and laugh and laugh. No, your son laughs at, laughs at you. That's what he does now. I'm like, shit, I, the sins of the father are coming <laughs> back to haunt me. Well, I was playing my daughter, and I, I'm like, I'm laughing. because uh, I look at my daughter, and Mocha's like. <laughs> <laughs> she, dude, that's the face you used to make at me. So the sins of you are haunting. So, haunting so we, switch, <laughs> we, we switch controllers. So then all of a sudden, Mocha's winning. Hi, Mocha. She's in front of me right here. <laughs> I heard her name. 
So now all of a sudden Brazil's winning two zero. Now we're tied again. So by the way, look at Mocha's jersey. Mocha, show your deal. Oh hell yeah. That's right. Hey Mocha, ask her, where did she get that? Where did you get that jersey? From Tio Alonso. Boom. Boom. I hope people are. Says, I hope people are. <laughs> Dude, I, I love finding jerseys and just sending them to people. I don't give a shit. I I like putting a smile on people's faces. I hope that works. So well, guys, I, I don't want to, but I could smell my dinner. Oh, you so. know, so can I. So that's a nice jersey. That was no one. My God, Siler. So yeah. you know what, Pat uh, Cabra, do you want to do you want to finish with the Casamito? Do you want to finish with what the hell were they thinking, or you want to just end it right now? Oh, uh, my God, what the hell are they? What the hell are they thinking? Let's do it. Let's okay. do it. Two, do, it, do it in two minutes. I'll, I'll get it done in two minutes. So, Siler, first of all, thank you. Great segment, and I I think I think you could be a wonderful part of this of this show. This is fucking awesome. So. <laughs> love it, you, love it. As Thank long you. as you want to continue, I mean, if if you're like, no, fuck these guys, I hate them. Well, then fuck you too. But I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I don't think I don't think we're going there. So we're gonna go into a what the hell were they thinking segment? All right. So this is on uh, January 10th. This is a while back. I'm just gonna read the headline real quick. Cata Dominguez condemned by La Liga MX Cruz Azul for a narcos themed party. Okay. What the hell were you thinking? Not only that, it was the Narcosteen birthday party for his son. Okay, so the the he was left out of the, out, out of the game for their for the draw at Club Tijuana after images he shared from his son's twelfth birthday party on social. He's twelve. He's twelve, and you're saying, "Hey, let's throw you a Narcosteen party." Okay, so here it is. The celebration saw guests playing with fake weapons, wearing Cruz Azul jerseys and caps. With the initials JGL in reference to Joaquin Guzman Loera, otherwise known as El Chapo, one of the most notorious, notorious cartel uh, uh, heads of uh, literally of all time. A former drug lord who was serving life in prison in the U.S. The party took place hours, hours after 19 suspected gang members and 10 military personnel were killed in a wave of violence in the Mexican state of Sinaloa following operation on Thursday a few weeks ago, by the Mexican government that ended with the arrest of Ovidio Guzman, the son of El Chapo. The photographs of Dominguez's party were circulated in social media, were considered by Cruz Azul fans to be distasteful and inappropriate, with some supporters calling for the player to be released from his contract. Now, he wasn't released. He ended up apologizing. He said it was a mistake. Okay, that was it. And he accepts, you know, the responsibility for making this mistake. All right? that that That's what he said. Okay? Okay. I'm, I, you know... You, you, a mistake is putting a little too much sugar in your fucking cookies. A mistake is maybe salting, maybe putting a little too much salt in mashed potatoes. This is not a fucking mistake. What was he thinking? What? I, 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 Go ahead. I, I I mean, I got the pictures up. I think. I mean, can I share a screen? People yes, might not be able to. Let, yeah, let, okay. let, let me give you some. Okay, you didn't save me. And then you can't hang up until you make me the host again. So there you go. And you are the host now. Oh, okay. So I'm just going to show up for Siler in case he was not sure. So this is, can you see? This is a party. These kids, are, they, they kind of blacked out their faces. I mean, but they, they but they're dressed up oh as. Oh my Marvel. God. You've got to be kidding. I see. These I never saw kids. They blacked out the face. I, I get it. I don't want my kids' picture to be all over the internet. Not like this. She's got her own YouTube channel. But uh, Patrick, you're 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 you have your Pornhub open. I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> You're like, shut the fuck up. Oh, that shit's on my that shit's on my phone. Over here. Not my not my work computer. Yeah. Side and I we we talk, we're like, you gotta do Pornhub and, and RedTube on the phone. <laughs> All right. Oh, it's a good God. one. Good one. That's good one. <laughs> That's a brother's laws, though. Let's just say that. <laughs> I sat away from my office. I'm on my phone. He's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Research." You're Do like, research. "I'm going to the restroom." <laughs> I'll be right back. Oh God! We deviated from a narco theme party to. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, go man. ahead, and, go ahead I, and, and switch. Switch the host back to me. Go up to my the, okay. the little ellipsis in the, in the right corner of my name and make host. But okay, go yeah. ahead, keep going. You're saying so. He made an article theme party to. <laughs> well, this yeah, this kid, this guy made a. We saw the picture. Um, those of you who are on Apple or Pen, uh, Spotify, just check out Google it. Bunch of kids dressed with with, with the JCL hat with fake guns for a birthday party. It's it's. Even the Mexican fans are like, "What were you thinking? What were that's you a, thinking?" That's there's a the word. There's a saying. word that might pendejo. I yeah. Siler knows pendejo. I taught Siler. He's laughing. You can see Alonso. He knows it. This part a bigger word. Very first the, the Spanish word though. Mexican Spanish right? pendejo. That, that, like, that, Siler, that's the best Spanish word to know. Just so you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But wow, it's 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 like if if after nine eleven. Somebody throws a terrorist scene party. I don't know. It's yeah, no, yeah, it, yeah. If after eleven, I'm gonna throw a birthday party. Put up two fake World Trade Centers, and we're gonna we're gonna knock it down with. And you don't fucking do that. You don't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, Cider, put put your mic on unmute. On the count of three, I want us all to say, "What were they thinking?" Okay, one. Two, three. What were they thinking? And that is our what were they thinking segment. Siler, you have anything to say about it, or are you you good with that? I was good with that. That was just just so much like you know, crushing my mind right now. (laughs) Yeah, it's fucking crap. What what were they thinking? So with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna end this episode today. This has been a great episode. This was, I just, I'm just like, yeah, I'm really happy about this episode. Siler, thank you so much for coming on board today. Siler is a walking encyclopedia. Yeah, Siler. Siler hasn't talked football yet. He didn't talk NFL football. Imagine, I mean, okay. Well, we can talk about the next episode if you want. (laughs) We'll we'll talk some football next episode. If you can outdo me, I'm just going to go like this. I'm not worthy because I, <laughs> I am, I. I know, so our friend, my friend Sean, he was playing on FanDuel. He's like, who should I pick? Who should I pick? I'm like, talk to Siler. Sean was <laughs> like, okay. Sean went to Siler. Yeah. And I hear Siler going, yeah, you should pick this guy. So-and-so, this running back. This. I'm like, Siler's a walking. You heard him. Yeah. Just talking man, you. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard it. I heard it, and it was it was awesome. I hope y'all Thank enjoyed you, it as well. Siler was awesome. So do us a favor, okay? Hit like, subscribe, leave some comments down below. Share this with your friends, family. Maybe, oh, family doesn't like bad words. Who gives a shit? Share with them anyways, all right? <laughs> They're going to enjoy this episode because we are funny. We tell stories, and we talk sports. Today was our international football episode. 
On behalf of Big Zo and Cabra Sports Talk, I have been the Big Zo. He has been with Cabra. Do your thing. Nah. And he has been side guy. Patrick, let's do the Gangnam style thing. Side guy. Silas <laughs> <laughs> like, that's stereotypical. Hey, man, you know what? We, we, you know, here, and by the way, if anyone out there is like all offended, oh my God, the culture, pro- I'm not appropriating shit. All right. The guy's name is Cy. He's calling himself Cy Guy. I'm just, I'm just going along. I'm just going along with it here. So live with it. If you don't like it, unsubscribe. Don't watch. You know, don't, oh my God, subscribe. I have 42 okay. subscribers and one's leaving. I don't give a fuck. So, anyways, again, thank y'all so much for your time today. We will catch up with y'all later on. And on behalf of Big Zone Cover Sports Talk, I have been the Big Zone. Have yourselves a wonderful evening. Bye. Boom.